When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The tennis world has taken its talents to South Beach. Welcome to TC Live at the Miami Open. We are presented all tournament long by Conrad Hotels and Resorts. This is our post-game show to get you caught up on all the big stories and highlights. From day one in the Sunshine State, a lot to catch up on. As we welcome you into our studio, Steve Weissman. Right in between my two friends, Chanda Rubin and Paul Anacone. From Indian Wells, we go straight to Miami. It is the Sunshine Double. We love it. Shanda, what do you like about Miami? I like that we don't stop. We just keep rolling, Steve. And I've always loved, you know, Miami and the South Beach area. I think there's just a lot of energy, a lot of night nightlife as well. And even mm -hmm. though I don't take advantage of it yes, all the time, I like on, having it around. <laughs> I feel that. Paul, what do yeah. you think? How about Week 12 here at Tennis Channel? It continues to roll on. But 2023 Miami is a little different this year. My big smile for this tournament is... Mm -hmm. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Ms. Martina Navratilova oh, yeah. is yes. back in action. She's healthy. She's with us. She's with tennis. And we are thrilled to see her back. Absolutely. That's the top story. Yep. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, uh, the ladies started play today. The men will be tomorrow. And one of those women in action, an American who has been playing very well. One of 17 American women in action. Alicia Parks picked up her first WTA trophy last month in Lyon. She beat three seeded players, including the top seed Caroline Garcia in the final. That win got her up to the top 50, nearly 100 spots higher than she was last year. 
taking on Alisa Mertens, chanted today, a former doubles champ in Miami. Yeah, and this is just a, another level of consistency in Mertens that Parks had to go up against. And early on, it was Mertens showcasing some of her skills. She is so comfortable around the net, but from the ground, it is so tough to get the ball by her. And in that first set, just gave the Parks no real openings. Parks trying to come in there, but just not doing enough with the approach. Second set was a little tighter, more competitive. Parks started to find her rhythm, her range, and she's such a dynamic, athletic player, big serving. But it was right here for Mertens where things could have turned, but she just held firm on her serve. And that was such a key. She was able to save all three of the break points that she faced. And she was able to capitalize Mertens, some break opportunities, so a big win for her. Gets past Alicia Parks, and right after the match, was at our desk with Prakash. What was your strategy going in against such a big hitter? I mean, she's a really good player, and of course her serve is her, you know, her big thing. So I really tried to, you know, put on the momentum. If, you, if she tried to hit a second serve, I tried to attack a little bit more. I knew I had to get the advantage early on the point. Um, but yeah, made her run a little bit. You know, if she she's a if she has great ground strokes. So um, come a little bit to the net. You know, play level doubles too. So I'm yeah. comfortable at the net and, and just try to make that first serve. Yeah, she's good singles and doubles, Paul. Uh, Parks now one in five since winning that tournament in Lyon. She ended last year on a heck of a run. She won back to back 125Ks. Those were inside. Lyon was inside. She's won 15 straight matches. On an indoor court, Paul, uh, what does she need to get going outside? I think some of these things, we talk about it all the time. We talk about the transition from one level to the next. And for Alicia Parks to win those two tournaments and become a winner on the WTA Tour, the expectations change, right, externally and, more importantly, internally. You're used to winning now. So you get in a little bit of a bumpy road where you lose a few matches and things get wobbly mentally, and then I think the game starts to break down. Look, she is a great player. She has huge power, can hit the ball through you from anywhere on the court. Her rally tolerance and shot selection today, her shot selection wasn't great, and maybe that's partly because of Mertens, but I also think it's partly because of the bumpy roads right now, having a little bit of a lack of clarity about how she wants to play. Yeah, I think that's always a tough transition when you have such a big result. You, you know, you have a stretch where you almost can't lose and you start feeling and expecting the wins. And, you know, you play these different styles of opponents. Sometimes matches are a little tougher. You've got to do some different things to figure it out. And I still think Parks, she's in that growth phase where she's learning how to play against these different styles, how to have a little more margin in some of these matches, especially when you get outside, you get into some difficult conditions, a little more win. Uh, you know, I think that comes with, with a lot of that growth. So hopefully she can continue to use the wins as a springboard, but keep growing and kind of improving those different areas. Merton's a, a tough opponent yeah. to face as well. But Alicia Parks, big future ahead for the 21-year-old. We had an incredible match between Camilla Georgie and Kaya Kanepi. I mean, two big hitters, Paul. Plenty of shifts in momentum in this one. Oh, my goodness. This was a roller coaster, and I think that should be uh, Camilla Georgie's middle name, should be Roller Coaster. She can hit winners from everywhere on the court. The first set was about power, was about winner, was about errors. And Georgie won that first set 7-6, but then yeah, went down and lost the second 7-6. And Steve, I think you and I were watching pretty sure. Yep, we yep. were right. It was 5-0 in the third. I thought maybe I missed that while we were watching. Then it was 5-1. Then it was 5-2. Then it was 5-3. Then it was 5-4. And this is match point number two. And Kanepi does a nice job staying in this. And what an effort to save this match point. And guess what, folks? It goes on. 
and it goes on and it gets into the tiebreak. I thought Georgie was going to be in trouble. Up 5-0 in the third. You start to get rattled. You start to lose your concentration. And Georgie just kept swinging. What an effort in the tiebreak. Even after the big roller coaster of the third set, she's able to trust her game, comes up with enough winners, and wins 7-6 in the third. That was an incredible third set. Three hours and 37 minutes. They had combined 30 aces, 21 double faults, four breaks aside. Georgie survives. She'll take on Victoria Azarenka next. Uh, the Fruvertova sisters in action as well. Let's start with big sis Linda Chanda taking on the Canadian qualifier, Catherine Seaboff. Yeah, and it was Seaboff who got that first set. Maybe surprising Fruvertova a bit with how well she played, but uh, Linda Fruvertova made a rebound and was able to get that second set. Could see how pumped she was. Gave herself a real opportunity, but these break points here for Seaboff. And she was impressive, stepping inside the court, really going for her shots in some of the big moments, and that is what it takes when you are trying to get through a tight three-set match, that break of serve really set Seabob up beautifully. She was helped by a few double faults, especially in that third set from Kubertova. Just took advantage of her opportunities. Yeah, Linda could not overcome 13 double faults in this match. The Canadian qualifier moves on. How would little sis fare? 15-year-old Brenda got a main draw wild card. Facing Wong Ji-Yu, Chen, it was all Wong in that first set. Yeah, it was, it was tough out of the gate. Really couldn't get on the board. Younger Fuvertova, and, you know, it's not easy. Maybe playing same day as your sister. Worry about how she's doing, and you got to worry about how you're doing in your match. But I thought she did a good job in that second set, Fuvertova, of just settling in, finding ways to get on the board. She gained a little bit of confidence, but it was the experience of Wong that really came through in those important moments. And to get through this match in straight sets, as Wong would do, that was a real achievement because that second set was a battle. It gets it done there. Six aces won 82% of her first serves. The Fruvertova sisters going 0 for 2 in singles. The good news, they're teaming up to play doubles. They'll take on Coco Goff, Jesse Pagula. First round match on Thursday. Now back to the top story that Paul mentioned earlier. Our own Martina Navratilova was back after two months of cancer treatment. Announced today, she is cancer free. We are so happy to hear that. And she was back in the booth calling matches. Take a listen to this. Martina, amazing Thanks. to have you back. What does it mean to you well, to be back? I'm on the soft side, as you can see, but uh, it's great to be back. I was so nervous coming in here, so excited. Uh, I was hoping to come Indian Wells, but anyway, it all worked out pretty well for me, and uh, thrilled to be here. So happy to be working. How many people can say that? <laughs> I'm thrilled to be working. It's good to be back. From your perspective, you've got a platform here. What, what, what has that meant to you to have that kind of support that's been coming your way? Well, I've had great support on my Twitter world, but the tennis world has come through with flying colors. I cannot tell you how many people have been texting me, calling me, emailing me. Uh, it's just been overwhelming. Sending flowers, uh, Tennis Channel, Ken Solomon. I mean, everybody at Tennis Channel, everybody everywhere really has been amazing. Mark Petchy there with Martina. Man, it, it, it's just a blessing to have her back. And uh, I think we can all say we're happy to be working. Uh, no question about it. And, and it makes you appreciate it a lot more, especially when you start, you know, to go through anything dealing with your health. And so I think that's why it hit so many of us so hard, uh, what Martina had to fight through. But she's been such a fighter. She's such an inspiration. And, I mean, I'm just overjoyed to see her back. So I don't want to tear up here, Steve. You know? <laughs> but you did, you did well, Tammy. You did well. 
better than me already, but she works. Oh, she's back tomorrow, 11 a.m., mm -hmm. back with us again. She loves it. We've missed her. And, you know, it's always pulls at our heartstrings when we see someone that we love and care about that has to go through stuff like this. And to see her come back with the passion and with the light in her eyes and her really just just the true love she has for this sport. You know, just by, when I turned on the TV today and I saw her, I haven't seen her in so long, but I just saw her, I just had a huge smile on my face because you know what this means to her. She is tennis, she is tennis family, and uh, we love you and we're thrilled she's back. I could have, could have slept in today, Chant, after all the work at Indian Wells. I set my alarm go. this morning to, to watch first ball because I wanted to see Martina. We love you, Martina. We are so happy to have you back. Much more still to come here on TC Live. We've got Chanda's pick of the day. More Chanda bucks on the line. Plus a milestone for former U.S. Open champion Sloan Stevens. We'll tell you all about it later in the show. TC Live at the Miami Open is presented by Conrad Hotels and Resorts. Discover ConradHotels.com. Jada Paul, Steve, back with you on TC Live. Our matches on Valley Sports and T2 Wednesday featuring... Americans Amanda Anasimova playing Madison Brangle. Then you got Alexi Popperin against Michael Emer, Leif Shiras, Jan Michael Gamble on the call for those two. Time now for our fan duel match preview. Paul Alexander Bublik and JJ Wolf. Both lost first round to Indian Wells. Wolf, slight favorite in this one. Who are you taking? I just want to know how do you predict for Bublik? <laughs> it's very I, difficult. I predict that there's going to be a lot of shot making, and I think that Bublik's going to hit a lot of aces, but I'm going to lean a little bit towards the American, J.J. Wolf, finding his way through. What do you think, Jay? He's, he's lost three straight matches, Wolf, and as Paul said, you don't know what to expect ever from Alexander Bublik. Yeah, I, I think that's the tough part, and can Bublik create just enough havoc, some different shots, the slices, the things you don't expect how does that kind of upset the game of Wolf, who hits big? I mean, he's a, he's a big match player. I would still lean towards Wolf, but okay. this could this could be interesting with Bublik. You think straight sets? It's favored straight sets. No. So you don't, all right, you're picking three. Paul's sets. going three sets, which I like because that's a hedge to your bet. You've taken Wolf there and you you're go. taking the three. Hmm. You There's could win a both ways. To my madness. I love it. I love it. You know what you're doing. <laughs> Right now, FanDuel giving all new users 10 times your first bet in bonus bets up to $200. Win or lose, download the FanDuel Sportsbook app now and start making every moment more. If you're smart, you will be taking Chanda's picks because take a look at this. Chanda at Indian Wells, 10-2. and two. Whoa, I'm bringing Chanda to Vegas. Seriously. We're Th going to Vegas after this, Chanda. I, I need a disclaimer here for myself as well. <laughs> 33 Chanda bucks. That that's your high. I mean... It's amazing. You, you had that two-match two slide for a little bit, and then he right back. Carlos I went, Alcaraz. I went hard into the slide yes. as well. <laughs> I slid hard into it. All right, here's your pick of the day. Tell me about it. Uh, I'm going with Bianca Andreescu over Emma Raducanu. I think Andreescu just has a little more game. She's got a little more variety. They both uh, started finding some good form in uh, Indian Wells, both losing to Iga Shvantec. Yep. But I think Andreescu just has a little bit more she can throw out at Raducanu. Some of the changes of pace, some of the variety in her game. Plus, she can hit big with power. So I'm going to go with Andreescu. I think she's going to maybe have the edge in that. Okay. I like it. 
I like it. I think Radicon is playing some really good tennis, but the experience of Andrescu and the ability to break rhythm along with coming up with power shots might be just a little bit too much for her right now. It's basically a pick'em, minus 110, minus 106. A slight favorite to the Canadian, but uh, she did do better against Iga. Both lost straight sets. She took her to a tiebreak. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Put your chanda bucks wherever Miss Rubin tells you to. Coming up next, it remains one of the biggest upsets in tennis history. How it all comes full circle. We'll explain next. Welcome back. Wednesday schedule. We got you covered. Day session beginning 11 a.m. Eastern all throughout the night. And then the three of us on TC Live, 11 p.m. Eastern encore coverage leading you up to the day session the next day. Back to Miami Hard Rock Stadium. Bernardo Pera up to a career high 37 in the world. Won back-to-back -back tournaments in Budapest and Hamburg last year. Paul facing Evgenia Rodina. I tell you what, I was leaning para. I thought the leftiness would create some problems for the two-time mother. Jan, is that correct? Second? Didn't she come off her second yep. maternal? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, that's impressive. And she hit the ball impressively today. Got the lead in the first set. Look at the two-hander opening up the court. Too much pace. Para could not use the forehand to wreak some habit, use that lefty spin. Nice first set for Rodina, six games to three, under control, too much pace on the two-hander. Para was very frustrated, could not find a way to get her nose out in front. This is a solid win and a heck of an effort, 6-3, 6-4. Coming off that three-year maternity leave at the U.S. Open last year, ranked 369. This will get that ranking going back up. Straight sets. How about the 21-year-old Haley Baptiste got a wild card facing qualifier Victoria Goljevic, Chanda. And Goljevic would get up for love in this first set. Beautiful backhand there up the line. One of the prettier shots in the women's game. And she used it beautifully, but Baptiste would not go away. Started using some feel, the drop shot there. Goljevic would take a little bit of a tumble, and it just seemed to throw her off slightly. Took her a minute to recover. Baptiste would come all the way back, take it to a tie break. But it was Goljevic who finally was able to get over that finish line and take that first set. And once she did, I think she was able to relax a little bit more. Started getting a few more misses from Baptiste. The slice using her variety really nicely. And once she got that lead in the second set, got through very handily. So a nice straight set win for her. A backhand thing of beauty. Let's take a look at some notable qualifiers on the men's side, including our own Chris Eubanks, Paul, who I believe is even calling a match for us tomorrow. I'll tell you what, <laughs> not only did he qualify, he had a little too much free time, so he's going to call the 11 a.m. J.J. Wolf Bublik match and then play Kudla on Thursday. Well done, Banks, getting through the qualies. I will be sitting on my couch listening to you drop some wisdom tomorrow. Yeah, and Nuno Borges also qualifying. It's been a wild few days for the former Mississippi State star. Won this Phoenix Challenger for his biggest title Sunday. Match ends at 4 p.m. Arizona, 7 p.m. Miami time. Due on court 4.30 the next day to play Stevie Johnson. First round qualifying match. Got to Miami 11 a.m., took a quick nap, headed to the courts. Beats Johnson, then beats Borna Gojo today, 7-6 in the third. Makes the main draw. Now ranked 68 in the world. Wow, what a story for Nuno Borges. What's trending on social media? How about this? Back in 2009, you remember it. Robin Soderling did the unthinkable. Beat Rafa Nadal at Roland Garros for the very first time. 
He remains one of just two people ever to defeat Rafa on the red clay of Philippe Chatrier. Novak Djokovic, the other, just three losses in a lifetime. But Rafa Paul let bygones be bygones. How about Robin's daughter, Olivia, at the Nadal Academy? That is pretty solid. I like that. And uh, here's a man with a big smile. on. Look, how can you not have a smile on your face when you've only lost three times at that tournament over his career? And uh, terrific. He took Robin Soderling's daughter under his wing. Maybe a few little flippy forehands her way just to uh, see if that's still working. I mean, I'm curious. Does young Olivia really understand what, <laughs> what her dad did? Does she really get how huge that was? But it is Rafa Nadal, and, and always nice to see him reaching a hand down to interact with the kids. And ha he's such an influence, and you just hope we can continue to have him out here for years to come on the court as well. We're hoping to see him in Monte Carlo. Right That's right. Yeah, he's he signed up. He's ready to go. By the way, Olivia, born three years after her daddy, upset Rafa. Like, My daddy beats you. <laughs> just saying. A happy birthday hey, to Sloan Stevens, the big 3-0. That is so great. That's so weird because it's really hard for her to play in that, but she was actually playing in that <laughs> outfit yesterday. It's how talented Sloan is. Well, definitely is. the hat, Paul. I, I love it. I play in that one all day. But Happy know, birthday, Sloan. Happy birthday. A real milestone. And just love the words that she said as well, looking forward to the next decade with the people that she loves. So hopefully we'll see some good tennis from her as well. Yes, Miami. Uh, another one of our, our Tennis Channel family members. And uh, happy birthday, happy Paul Anacone. Oh, yeah, so it was my 30th yesterday, too. Same day as Sloan. We always celebrate. Thank you for your text yesterday, Sloan. You did not send me the chocolate chip cookies, though. So you owe me the chocolate chip cookies. Paul, I owe you some cookies, too. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank oh you very goodness. much. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. When do you want them? How many? Let me know. Give me. I'll take three. One for okay. each decade I've been alive. <laughs> yeah, 30 okay. years ago. Perfect. <laughs> Anna Cohn and Stevens, just, you know, 30 years young. That's Gotta love that. That's us. Mean Sloan. We head to break with our Conrad Hotels and Resorts tournament summary. Raf Nadal, how about this? Out of the top ten for the first time since 2005. <laughs> Talk about things I mean, that may never be broken. On. I, mean, I mean, come on. Really? That's, that's a joke. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz, the returning champ, going for the single-season Sunshine Double this year. And women's returning champ, Iga Sviantek, coming back to South Beach after spending nearly a year at world number one. See, Paul, I'm saying returning champ now no longer defending back love after it. this love it Anika and Ruben Weissman back with your hot shot of the day. Let's give it to the birthday boy. Yeah, how about a little bit of magic, some power right here. And then how about a little oopsie doopsie, look what I found. Filar half volley drop shot. And this I would not try at home, folks. Just a little lay the wrist back, absorb the pace. Turn. She should have just turned around and walked to the baseline. She just hit just, don't, <laughs> don't even look. look. Just don't walk look. to the baseline, mic drop. <laughs> Oh, that was sweet. Here's our featured matches coming at you Wednesday, 11 a.m. Eastern. The top line, that's what I'm looking at. Bianca Andreescu, Emma Raducanu, Andy Murray in action. I also love the Shelby Rogers, Sloan Stevens match. 7 a.m. Eastern, followed by John Isner and Emilio Nava. Let's head back to Miami for a preview with Danny and Prakash. All right, Steve, back at our Tennis Channel Cadillac desk. And, P, we've got a showdown of two former U.S. Open champions. You've got Bianca Andreescu. You've got Emma Raducanu. How do you see this one going? 
Boy, it's going to be absolute fireworks out there. They're both playing some pretty good tennis. Raducanu took out Haddad Maya and Lynette in Indian Wells, making to the round of 16. But I love the way BB played against Fiantek. I think she's starting to find that game that took her to that Grand Slam title. I think you got to lean to Raducanu, but um, BB's got the game to be able to get the job done, too. Looking forward to a very big Wednesday of both men's and women's action out here in Miami. All right, thanks so much. Uh, he agrees with you. P picking Bianca Andrescu in that no one. What's going against Chanda? No. I Not 10 2. No chance. I think he said he's leaning BB, but Radicano, that's what I heard. I could be wrong. Andy Murray in action as well. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. And listen, uh, Andy Murray, we talked to him on the desk at Indian Wells. He, he is just suffering through this year, but winning through this year. All these three set matches out there for. Three hours at a time at another 7-0 and in deciding sets this year. Uh, how do you think he fares against Dusan Lajevic? Look, Lajevic has a beautiful one-handed backhand, great power player from the back of the court. Uh, I'm a huge Andy Murray fan. I think he will be a little bit too tough. And look, Miami's kind of his home away from home. That's right. Spends a lot of time down there. Loves the heat, humidity. Has had a bunch of success in Miami. So I'm leaning Andy Murray, guys. Just a little too tough. And I hope for all of our sakes... It's not seven, six and a third, three hours and 50 minutes. <laughs> I think that would be good for Andy Murray if he could get off to a very clean start and have one of the rare two-set matches if he can get through Livevich, who is tough on any surface. But I do think Murray will be able to wear him down on these hard courts. I think he's playing confident tennis as well. And he's just he's got just enough push in his game, I think, to trouble Livevich. So I see that as Andy Murray as well. With All right. He's a former champ, 2009. So uh, looking forward to that as part of our coverage tomorrow that begins at 11 a.m. Eastern. For Chanda Rubin, Paul Anico, and our entire team, I'm Steve Weissman. Thank you for watching TC Live. The action from Miami continues next.